Blog Talk Radio. I am your fearless host, Christopher Tompkins, coming to you live to talk to you about everything and anything in terms of online marketing for your business. Today's a great topic and one that I'm very passionate about, which is branding. Branding, branding, branding. I know, it, it, for so many people, I think they, they really find it to be a boring topic, but for me, I am absolutely in love with it because it really helps your uh, your professionalism, your uh, how you feel about your business, and it really helps you gain credibility with your market, which I think is above and beyond the most important thing with branding. So I'm going to tell you, give you some tips to really creating a strong brand for yourself online as well as offline. Um, I just had a class <clears throat> that we gave in our offices at the Go Agency a few weeks ago about branding, and it's just been kind of, I've been ruminating on some of the concepts that we were talking about, and I thought, hey, you know what, I really want to share these with you, uh, the listener, because I think a lot of these are very simple moves, and they're really marketing 101, but as we go through time and businesses get more technologically savvy, and there's lots more noise in our offices, not just physical noise, but, you know, technological noise, and there's more paperwork, and there's more busy work, we forget the basics that really help build our businesses in the first place. So I want to revisit some of those and really help you do the best with your business that you possibly can. So if this is your first time tuning in, I want to say thank you, thank you for listening. Um, Thanks for choosing our show. We come live three times a week, and uh, we talk about whatever is on your mind. Today's topic was actually generated from a meeting um, that we had in one of our Social Marketing Academy classes that we have on site. But a lot of you tweet me really great show topics and questions that we want to incorporate all the time. And also, thank you, everybody, for your positive feedback. I really appreciate hearing um, your uh, views on the show. It's uh, terrific just to, you know, to know people are out there listening. I see the listening numbers, but, you know, um, I don't always hear uh, back from you. So it's really nice to hear um, your feedback. But please, send some questions. If you have anything that you want me to cover in one of these upcoming Social Marketing Academy, you know, radio shows, I'd be happy to do it. We talk about Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, social marketing strategy, website marketing, anything that's online, I'm happy to help in any way that I can. And if you need extra help um, on social media yourself, I just put out my new book. It's called The Go Method, 22 Simple Steps to Creating a Social Media Strategy that Works. And it's basically what we do with our clients on a step-by-step basis at the Go Agency. You can get your copy of the book either on Amazon via Amazon Kindle or on our website, www.thegoagencyus.com. Again, that's www.thegoagencyusa.com. And there's a tab on that uh, website for uh, the Go Method. Just click it, and there you go. You got them. And we also have two other books that are out as well um, that you can also find on that page. So enough about this. Oh, I should give you my Twitter handle as well so you can tweet me some show ideas. Um, It's Chris Go Agency. So at Chris, C-H-R-I-S, Go Agency. So tweet me at Chris Go Agency. Anyway. Back to the show, branding yourself on social media. Okay, I've talked to so many companies that that branding is the one thing that is always just a little off-center. 
And it's really funny because I think that if you build if you build a company or a marketing strategy on a brand that's a little bit off center, you're almost like building a hill, uh, building building a house on a cliff um, that has land shifts. It's just a little off because what you want to do is create a strong foundation that you can build up that's cohesive, consistent, and really engaging. So when you're missing any of those spots on your branding, a lot of your marketing really won't resonate. You know, um, when I do face-to-face consultations with um, businesses, on their branding strategy and you know they pull out their marketing materials and you know there's four different types of blues and three different types of greens and there's different fonts and there's different images and the logos are different um and then they say hey i don't know why my facebook page isn't working it's kind of like brother you got to dial it back the problem is with your branding you need to really create uh, a more cohesive vision for your company okay how do we do this I've done this in every company that I worked in before I just said, heck, let's just help as many companies as I possibly can. That's why I started the Go Agency, because I wanted to help as many people as I could. I just was going in and fixing one company. I could fix a whole bunch. So what I would always do, and this is the most effective way of doing it, figure out your logo first. Okay? So you have a logo already. Wonderful. How many versions of that logo are you using? Are there different versions, like different images? Are there, have they been created by different designers? Did you add a tagline? Did you take the tagline off? Um, do you have an icon that used to be a it used to be a bluebird, but now you changed it to purple? Um, what is your main logo? And what you want to do is you want to get that logo and call it the approved logo, and only use that one. Now, of course, I understand that you're going to sometimes with design, you have to make some decisions on, uh, you know, mixing your logo up. But as long as all of your logo elements are the same, and that's what I'm going to go into next, you're going to be in good shape. So that's one, your logo. So what are the approved logos that you have? I I mean, ideally, we would want to have only one logo. Uh, So what I would do is create a file on a shared desktop or a shared drive or whatever you have at your your company and say um, logo files or branding files. And then you can put in the master logo file, and that's the one that's been approved. So all the other ones don't go in there, just the one that you're able to use, so that everybody knows what's going on. I mean, I'm sure everybody, every marketing person out there has about 75 different versions of a logo as a company's grown or changed or ideas or whatever. Just create one branding file with one logo in it. Next, you want to create a Word document or a Pages document, whatever, some sort of document where you can put information, even a spreadsheet would work for this, um, where you put all of the different elements of your branding. Meaning, what fonts are approved? So the first, what fonts are approved for you to use in your marketing, and what font is used in your... So sometimes a lot of them are using um, the vector process, so they're drawn specially, and they're actually created fonts. So um, maybe you don't have one that would be in your in your logo, but maybe you use Times New Roman for everything. Well, if you use Times New Roman for everything, then write that on the, on your branding sheet or your branding spreadsheet. Approve font Times New Roman. This way, you're not going to get Copperplate, and you're not going to get Arial, and you're not going to get Comic Sans on flyers. And then you're putting all of your marketing materials together, and it looks like schizophrenia. Now, that is, uh, and I'm being very kind here, because you're going to be putting money out for these things to be produced. Why do you want them to look so crazy? So just for example, if you're using Times New Roman, you're probably thinking to yourself, Chris, I, I don't want to use that all the time. Well, 
there's different ways of using Times New Roman. You can use it narrow. You can have it extended. You could have it bold. You can have it italic. You can make it a heading. You know, there's different ways that fonts can show up in graphic materials. And a graphic designer will be able to help you out with this. But I'm just saying, don't pick 17 fonts. And then uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, everything looks like a pick and mix and a jumble. You don't want that. You want something that's very concise. So that's one thing. Next, what colors are you using? Are you using, um, maybe you're using lime green and purple. Okay. You want to find out what that lime green is in CMYK and Pantone and RGB and how it's going to look online, what's the HTML equivalent, so that when you supply this artwork, to your designer, they're able to do the color at the right time. How many of you out there with a raise of hands got your business cards back from your printer and your colors were off? It's because they weren't designed in the right colors. And guess what? The printer's not going to give you any deals because it's not their fault. They're never Well, sometimes it is their fault, but I'm saying nine times out of ten, it's usually the wrong process has been applied. So a good printer will spot this and notice it, but if your branding is really inconsistent, they're, they're not going to think it's going to be that important. So you want to, and, and really, when you're, just think about this. If you get all of your, this is your homework from this, this radio show. Go into your office and get all of your marketing materials and put them side by side. Obviously, they could be targeted to different markets. I understand that they could have a little bit of a different design to, to different markets. Um, like if you're, if you're marketing for referrals or you're marketing to directly to patients or clients. I can understand how that would look a little bit different. But your same branded elements would be the same. Maybe you'd have a different picture, or it would be a different message, but your font would be the same, and your logo would be the same, and your colors would be the same. So take your marketing materials and put them next to each other, and are they all the same color? Do you have the same colors? Do you have the same logos? Do you have the same contact information? That's another one. Contact information that's way out. Um, it, do you have all of the same sorts of information on every piece that's, that's really important? Is your website on everything? Um, is your logo on everything? Um, how people can contact you? Is your number, your toll-free number, your whatever number, is that available? These are all really important things and parts of your branding package. So you have that spreadsheet or Word doc or whatever that you've created. <clears throat> Put all of the information in that, that form that must be on every single branded piece of paper or online. <clears throat> so... If you're going to be placing a banner ad, okay, definitely have the logo. We need to have these colors. This is the font, and we always use this tagline, and we always use this phone number. Perfect. So anybody can very easily pick up that project and run with it. So if you have eight people that are all trying to do marketing at the same time, you're not going to step on anyone's shoes. Everyone's going to be working off the same pieces of information. And in this increasingly busy work, workplace, marketers are getting spread thinner and thinner and thinner. And I think that having this – and it, doesn't it sound easy – it sounds easy and simplistic and kind of like, why the hell do I even need this? You need this if all of your stuff looks different. Um, you know, if you have – because um, I digress slightly. This is when people say, well, I just don't know why social media is not working. Well, because your image is pixelated as your profile picture. The cover image that you have on your Facebook page doesn't even make sense. It's like a sunset, and you're a moving company, and uh, that doesn't make any sense. And then, obviously, we can go into content and other things. But what's the first thing that people are going to see when you go to, they go to your Facebook page? Your branding. That's what they're going to see. And then that branding is going to draw them close that you look professional. If it looks like you're looking at your, your cover image or your Facebook page with your eyes crossed, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, let me give them $1,000 to help me move um, my whole family or my elderly grandmother or something like that. You know, you have to really 
think about how your branding does affect your authenticity and your credibility, and uh, not just online, offline as well. And this is why I I really get. I mean, you can see I'm getting like I'm I'm like I'm, I'm on three soapboxes on this talk. It really makes me upset because there are some wonderful companies out there with wonderful services, and their branding is just so crazy that people can't take them seriously. I don't want your company to be like that. I think that you have the Tools and here's the thing: you're going to be creating stuff. Say you don't have, you can't, you don't have a graphic designer. Find somebody. In many times, in many cases, you can find printers that will do these layout things for you as well. So you know, these are if you're going to be okay. I don't want to spend a lot of money on my business cards. And you're a salesperson. What what else are you going to give out that you need to spend money on? Your business card is gold. It needs to look good. It needs to look professional. It needs to be on brand. You know, it's the same thing with websites. Your branding on your website needs to be on point. It needs to not look broken or bad or whatever, unless your brand is very sparse or very, you know, um, very mysterious. Then I can understand. But if <clears throat> your audience requires a lot of information to make the sale, I, you know, you have to really take that into consideration. And that needs to carry over with your descriptions and your um your uh, your updates and all the content that you put out as well, and the content on your website. But I'm most concerned about that first taste that they get of you when they find you. If are they looking at you and going, eh? It's kind of like going to uh, trying to have a full uh, a full conversation with someone that has gravy on their shirt or um, ketchup on their face. You know, it it really does make you form a different type of opinion. So I want people's opinion for you to be great. The first impressions are really lasting, and you can change them. But why do you want to have to change them? It's like adding more work to the whole sales process. Just look professional out of the gate. Create this file on your shared desktop. Put your approved logo in it. Put your approved colors. Put your approved tagline. Put your approved fonts. All that stuff in there. And then make sure all of your materials are consistent. Put them next to each other. Make sure that you can they, they, they don't have different colors or different shades. And if they do, Pick the one that is the real, real deal, and start making other ones that fit with it. You know, um, it, it will cost you some money, but looking professional once <laughs> is going to make you money. So, you don't want to look uh, like you're just doing this out of the back of your van or the back of your car. This is your profession. This is your business, and I want you to look good. All right, that's me, Christopher Tompkins, talking about branding. I'm off the soapbox. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Social Marketing Academy. God, you kept me talking about branding, and I just go crazy. But um, it's one of my favorite topics. So check us out on um, iTunes uh, for our free podcast. You can download. You can also go to the www.thegoagencyusa.com for our book and anything else. So it was great talking with you, and I look forward to speaking with you again on the Social Marketing Academy.